Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to the Just Lifting Possibilities podcast again. Today is episode four. If I do sound a little bit quiet, I do apologize about that. It is seven in the morning. Just wanted to get to you guys before I went to the gym. I feel like my day would feel so much more accomplished if I got this podcast out the way because this is something that I really want to do, if not every day, every other day. And I wanted to start with a motivational Monday because it is Monday. April 25th. I hope everybody's having a blessed and great day. You can find me on Instagram at the price is right underscore. You can also find me on Twitter at can't pay the price. Also, if you would like to support uh, the t-shirts that I have out, you can follow me on Instagram at just lifting possibilities. Just inbox me any questions that you might have if you want to order a shirt. Okay. And then today's episode isn't going to be too long i kind of just wanted to vent and then you know give some motivation while i do at the same time um yesterday uh, i did not want to go to work at all and it being a sunday morning it's a hit or miss if the church crowd doesn't really come in and it's not really going to be that busy and then you know usually i have the mindset of okay uh go to work even if you know it's not really that busy you're making money compared to when you're at home you're not making any so uh, I really didn't have that attitude this time. I just did not want to be there. Uh, starting this podcast and this clothing line really gave me the confidence and, you know, the self-worth realization that I needed because me seeing that, it just makes me look at an everyday job like I cannot be here. I cannot work for somebody else. I just cannot do it. And then what made matters worse is the owner uh, when he first saw me, it's been a couple of days since I've been there and everything. I'm one of the top workers. He didn't say, hey, good morning, hope you're doing well and all that type of stuff. He just tapped me because I had my AirPods on and just was like, oh, go clean the patio. So is that somewhere where I actually want to work and give all my hard efforts to like show up early, leave later than other people, you know, pick up shifts to do all this type of stuff. So that just kind of really fed in my mind like, hey, you do not want to work for anyone else you want to work at your own schedule you want to work and even if you do work for somebody else because it's not nothing wrong with that a lot of people um, might not want to have a own business or might not have that entrepreneur mindset which is totally fine but you do want to work with somebody that works with you and has your best interests at heart you know and actually wants to see you succeed and you know live a healthy life because a lot of jobs sure you could die and then tomorrow they'll find somebody right there to replace you so that's very important i would say um one thing that's also helped me realize this um you know just this self-awakening journey is working out because i have been you know on a schedule with that i go early in the morning at 8 a.m every day uh get back at the house at like nine and then you feel like you have your whole day accounted for you your whole day and then the reason why i said you should um you never know because like i said the type of mentality that i used to have going into work is okay um a little money is better than no money because i usually do make uh a lot of money i'm not gonna lie at work um because like i said i'm a server so you um make your tips you get to take home cash every day and you never know the customers that you do run into so that's why another thing i want to say is your mindset is everything and how you approach people is everything as well um i had this party one time uh about 15 people but uh and i didn't want them at first uh but i was like okay I don't want to have a negative attitude to them. They trying to get food just like anybody else would. So I went out and said, hey, um, 
my name is, you know, Juwan, nice to meet you, uh, what can I get you guys, and everything like that, they said, okay, oh, you can get us such and such, they weren't rude, because I know some people come off rude, like, oh, they cut you off, or you can even say your name, hey, I want a sweet tea to drink, or I want to do this and do that, so, they were really cool, really nice, and then if you just feed off that, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> if you just feed off that vibe, you know, then they'll give it back to you, they will really give it back to you, so like I said, they weren't rude or anything, and I wasn't rude to them. Um, got them everything they needed. Uh, a ticket was like a thousand something dollars, and then uh, the gratuity, which is an added tip on there, because it's, if it's six or more people, it's automatically an added tip. Um, because yeah, that'd be crazy if you had to serve like fifteen to twenty people and they didn't leave anything. Like that's a lot of work for that. So the gratuity helps you out. Um, so people won't be able to stiff you and just leave you no money at all. So my tip with the gratuity ended up being $233, I believe. And then they left me $100 on top of it. $150 on top of it. I'm sorry. So, yeah, you never know. Don't block your blessings. You never know what God has in store for you at all. But at the same time, know your worth. Know your self-worth. That's what it is all about. Another thing I want to say is if you know what you want, go for it. Go for it. The best plan B is reinforcing plan A. I will always say this. I will always say this. If you know what you want in life, go for it. Put the work behind it and manifest it. Because um, the car that I have now, um, I originally had a Chevy, well, I had a Lexus uh, when I was in my junior year of high school. Shout out to my mom. <laughs> she passed it down to me. So, oh, so grateful. A lot of people can't say that. So thank you so much, mom. She passed down her Lexus um, ES300 down to me. And then, you know, growing older, I had to, you know, start making my own moves. The car was kind of older because, um, you know, she had it for a while then passed it down to me. So it was about like maybe 12, 13 years old, but it rode like it was brand new because you had to put premium gas in it. But, man, I missed that car. Gold Lexus. But anyways, um, so then I moved to a Chevy Cruze, uh, which was good at the moment, but I let I think somebody, well, no, let me tell this story first. <laughs> so we went to the um, Chevy dealership, and, you know, I had some good money, a good amount of money on me. So I was like, yeah, okay, you know, I want to start being a responsible adult and just paying, you know, for car parts or car services, anything that, you know, I have to pay for. So what happened? I think I just went there for a tune-up and an oil change. And these people, when I was driving, my mom was behind me. I was driving on the highway. Before we even got to the highway, my car just started smoking. And then a cop even pulled up behind us and said, hey, we thought your car was on fire because it just started smoking. So they had to take us back to the Chevy dealership, which, thank God, we was only like three minutes away, four minutes away from it. So we went back there. And the people literally tell me that they didn't screw on the, uh, the oil cap. So all that oil was just going everywhere on my engine. So that's why it was burning. So it could have caught on fire and all that type of stuff. But they say, yeah, we apologize. We're cleaning off for you, yada, yada. They did that. So fast forward a couple of months, I took it to, uh, no, hold on, that when I took it to the Chevy dealership, no lie, that John was like, 1500 2000 so i paid all that money just for that to happen man but that's why i say you gotta have a you know it pays to keep a cool mind because if i would have snapped on them or went off who knows what would have happened or if they wouldn't have cleaned it as good as they could or if they didn't put the gas 
I mean, with the oil cap back on there. So it's a lot of things. I just want to thank God, you know, that I wasn't harmed or anything through that situation. Um, so fast forward a couple of months, I take it down to another shop and I was trying to get a tune up, but um, you have six covers. Well, my at least for my car, uh, my Chevy Cruze, old one, you have six covers over the engine and for well, not six covers, six bolts. And for one of the bolts, they didn't have the appropriate size. So instead of calling me <laughs> or just saying, you know what, we're going to have to order a part. It might take a little bit longer, you know, such and such. Instead of doing all that, <laughs> this man put two screws, two small screws in there to fit the size of the screw that was missing. So then he went into there and popped open my oil cap, I think it was called, or my oil gasket. So oil just flying everywhere um, <laughs> over my engine again. I can't go over a certain speed because he said oil is just going to spew out. So that means no highway. I could barely get on the road that the speed limit is 55. Like It was just all crazy. Like If I would turn on my air too, it's George is so hot down here. It'll be 90 degrees, sometimes reaching 100. And if I even turn on my air, it'll just start smoking and leaking and all that type of stuff. Like, oh, my gosh, I had to get out of it. So I tried to give up this Chevy Cruze, but, you know, I still owed on it. So that was just the hardest part. Like, every dealership was turning me down saying, hey, sorry, you still owe this one, so we can't do nothing for you. Your credit's good. We wish we could do something for you, but you still own this car. And, you know, a lot of people, I would ask them for advice and be like, hey, am I tripping? You know, trying to find a different car. Should I get this one out? And then this takes me perfectly back to my first episode when I talked about data overload I asked people you know what should I do what's their advice is I had some people say you know just work 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 don't get a new car just keep working and then you could pay off this Chevy Cruze and then you know get into a new car um other people said see if you can trade it in um and see if you can get a new car but like I said I was um I owed more on it so I couldn't just trade it in uh, but when I did try to trade in, a lot of dealerships would tell me, okay, the fuel pump's about to go. You have to do this and that on the car, etc." So it was just all bad. I was just in a terrible bind. And then another thing is a lot of people told me, oh, just settle. Settle? I'm not settling for nothing <laughs> in life, like, for real. There's a lot of people just like, just settle for, you know, a car that can get you from point A to B. It doesn't have to be flashy. And get me, like, I'm not all about, okay, all everything has to be flashy i do like expensive things i do have expensive tastes like i'm not just gonna be like oh for the uh designer brand i'm gonna wear it but if i do think something in designer looks nice then and if i have the money to get it i'm going to get it i do like expensive things but at the same time i do understand what they're saying because you know they just want me you know to have something safe something to get me from point a to b something that won't be breaking down on a highway all the time or something like that but I told every single one of those people, reinforcing plan A is my plan B. Like, I'm not settling for a car that I wouldn't be, you know, happy to drive in. Because at the end of the day, you have to be happy with the decisions you make because more than likely you have to deal with the repercussions and the consequences or even the good things that uh, happen 
from your decision. So I'm truly happy for the decision I made for my car. Because let's say if I would have just been like, okay, let me get a and no disc to anybody driving these cars. I'm just saying because they are reliable and they will get you from point A to B. But let's say if I get get a, just a Honda Accord or a Toyota Corolla or Camry or something. Yeah, I'll have it for like the next five or six years and won't have to worry about it. But in those first one or two years, I'm going to want to get another John. I'm going to get another car. Like, what is this? So I had a couple people, a couple of dealerships, you know, decline me. Not, like I said, because of my credit, but just because I had another car on there already and I was so young. But I just kept going, kept going. And just to tell you, too, it was a Mustang. I remember telling everybody, hey, I want a Mustang. I want a Mustang. I want a Mustang. It's not going to be over until I do. I'm not getting no other car. And people was looking at me like, what? That's crazy. You're not going to get no. And if you do, it's going to be the 2014 and down model because I really wanted the 2016 model and above. Uh, my favorite color is blue, so I wanted a blue one. But it really didn't matter. I was like, uh, if I could just get a Mustang. So... I know I keep saying it, but I went to the dealerships and saw some silver ones. They didn't really want silver, so thank God they did turn me down. Even test drove a couple of them, and it made me feel really good just to get behind it. That's why I was like, manifesting is something different when you can actually see it. So that's why I would say if you can, you know, actually go to a house that you wanted to or you visualize yourself living in the future or you know just anything that you can see yourself in the future doing at this point like actually go and see it and like maybe ask people that are around in that business how did they get it started into it or how are they in that business and you never know where that could take you like communication takes you very far you just have to know what you want as well that's a very key that's very key so um, like I was saying, went to all those dealerships, they turned me down and everything like that. Even test drove the car, I actually see what the Mustang looks like, what it feels like inside, what the leather smells like, like everything. I even love how when you turn the turn signal on, it does that little delay in the back. Ooh, that joint clean, that joint's clean. But so I actually seen the car and everything like that. And I just knew from that point on, okay, I'm not getting in anything else. So even though they was like, okay, um, imagine that uh, after the test drive, go back in there, John, with the office. And then they say, okay, Mr. Price, well, sorry, <laughs> there's nothing we could do for you unless you put down, you know, a crazy, crazy, crazy amount. So then, yeah, I just thought in my head, like, okay, they might have been laughing at me. They might have just been looking like, oh, yeah, look at him. He can't afford this. He can't afford this. And I even told one of them, not, like, to his face or anything, but I was just in my head. I think it was at the Ford dealership we have down here. Um, I was like, okay, when I do get my Mustang, I'm going to pull back up here and then look for the guy that denied me. And I'm like, yeah, look what I'm in. You see what I'm in? <laughs> so, um Let's say fast forward maybe a month or maybe two. Uh, just been working hard, uh, picking up every double I can. Uh, just working, grinding, grinding, just trying to get as much money as I can to put down on this car. Uh, I look on the website and I see a burgundy Mustang. Okay. And burgundy, you haven't really seen a burgundy one uh, down here yet. Well, I think since I had mine, I have now. But before, I haven't seen a burgundy Mustang down here. And thank God it was in a sister car show. I mean, not car show. A sister car lot. 
is what they call it. So I got mine from the Toyota, but they were able to get that car and get it delivered from another part of Georgia or another dealership. So thank God for that. So I was looking around and I kept telling them, hey, I want a Mustang. And it's crazy because Toyota kept saying, hey, no, you might want something more reliable. Let's get you into this. Let's get you into that. But I kept telling them, like, no, I want a Mustang, too. So I guess it finally got through their heads and they messaged me like, hey, we have one in such and such Georgia. Would you like to see it or pick it up or anything? So I was like, yeah, send me some what? Yeah, send me some pics of that joint ASAP. I'm trying to see that joint. So she sent me the pictures through. I'm like, fell in, fall in love at first sight. I was like, whoa, this this is reality. This could be mine. So um, she emails me. Uh, the lady at the dealership emails me saying, hey, do you like it? Uh, we can get it driven over here. Do you want to test drive it? Man, I pulled up to Toyota, man. It was just, I don't even know if I pulled. I don't think I did pull up because I don't even think my car can make it there at the time. I think my roommate or one of my friends took me to the dealership, man. And I just seen that Mustang waiting for me. She threw me the keys and was like, yeah, hop in for a test ride. And we rode that John and then the rest is history. My God, that John is outside as we speak. So I just wanted to let that story just be known and just put it out into the air because a lot of people do settle for something they didn't really want just to you know appease other people or just be happy for the moment but i just wanted to tell that story to show people to stick through it like you never know what god has waiting for you at the end of the tunnel he closes doors on purpose to open other doors i know sometimes the door that he closes you might think god dang that was a door that i really wanted to go through i really needed boo-hoo wham wham but shoot god always knows what's greater he knows what's going on in your life, and he knows what you really need opposed to what you want. So never question them, never at all. Always show that confidence, too. Confidence could get you in a lot of doors. I've been noticing that more and more. A lot, um, a big thing I've been insecure about growing up is just being so skinny. <laughs> like, people could always grab around my wrist, or they'll be like, hey, you know, it's... Um, the wind blowing so hard outside it might blow you away <laughs> all that crazy stuff but you know going to the gym like every day eight in the morning it kind of got me out of that you know mindset because i do see the results a little bit and then plus it's just a healthier mindset it's just a healthier mindset uh once your body feels better the mind will follow and your mind is the biggest muscle you know in your body so if you can train that man Anything is possible. Anything is possible. So I know this one was kind of shorter than uh, the ones that I usually have, but I just wanted to definitely get an episode going on Mondays. And like I said, I'm going to post every day, if not every other day. I really want to get you guys, you know, interacted. Uh, uh, email me, uh, pricejuan at yahoo.com if you have any discussions that you want me to talk about. Or like I said, on Instagram, DM me at the price is right underscore or DM me on Twitter at can't pay the price. If you have any questions or uh, like I said, a topic that you may want me to talk about or if you may want to be on the show. Also, check out my clothing line, uh, Instagram at just lifting possibilities. Um, DM me on there if you would like a shirt. Check me out on Facebook as well. Uh, thanks for listening again. Share this podcast with anyone that you think could, uh, you know, get something from this uh, ideology 
or you know just this positive affirmations i'm just trying to give everybody some food for thought for their day so they started off right because i know i'm about to start mine off right i got god on my side he woke me up this morning so can't ask for much more and i got you guys listening so i really can't ask for nothing else uh thanks for listening to the just lifting possibilities podcast episode four i'll see you guys soon and i'm out peace